Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Are you looking for a podcast about power posing? Well, then you must be thinking of another podcast. I feel the power! Hi, Kelsey. Hi, Robert. Oh, my God. I missed you so much. I haven't talked to you in years. I know. It's been forever. Um, this is like my weekly therapy session, and I've missed it. Oh, my God. Like, for real, I didn't realize how much, like, talking happens just between the two of us on this thing. I know. Like, this this is the anchor to my week right here. And when it's gone, <laughs> <laughs> like, my my heart isn't right. Well, I would like to say... You don't even fucking need me, man. You I did do. so good. <laughs> Thank you. I missed you, On the you, last though. two shows. I loved them, though. I thought they were so good. I'm glad you liked them. Um, all right. So, does Richard work in sales? Um, why like, do you ask? <laughs> well, like, is he a salesman? Does he, like, sell things? Because he sold me on Star Wars galaxies that I've never fucking heard of, and now <laughs> I'm upset that it's not around anymore. Well, you should play, um, what's it called with us? Swatter. I don't know. I... Okay, so that's the one that you need four people on, right? Yes, we desperately want to join a guild. Like, we joined a guild just at random because, like, they do mass invites sometimes because these guilds are fucking huge. And they do, like, giant raids, so they just need bodies. So they just, like, invite everybody who's on the server. And we were like, well, we got excited. We we got invited to a guild. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to raid people. And then we accepted the invites and we haven't done shit with the guild. So, uh, we're we're still looking for a guild of our own. Okay. Because... I was listening, and I was like, oh, they're looking for two people. I was like, I can find a way to be part of two people. You should be a part of two people. And round this out. Like, okay. Round this shit out with us. It's free, so. It is free. I guess it doesn't hurt anything. It sure don't. I have dumped, I'm not even shitting you, like 120 hours into it in the past, like, two weeks. Yeah. It's bad. God, the way he was talking about it, I was like, man, this game sounds dope and then i had to keep going like oh yeah it's gone like it doesn't even (laughs) exist but he's getting me hyped for it like yeah shit i know like the way he talks about it it, there's a sparkle in his eye you can probably hear it (laughs) yes i could and then uh the you and taylor one Uh uh-huh like so i was i uh i went out of town that's why i haven't been around had to go do some like family stuff right just like on a dime and so while i was driving back i listened to the last two and man the one with you and taylor i was like i can change a tire it's like <laughs> i know how to do this thing and i was like this this isn't about me it's about the strong women okay it's about the women let them have it this is a ladies only podcast no boys allowed uh, but true though like like the money thing i was like Ugh. oh that's super true like 100 yeah. percent and that bothers me so much. 
Money's hard. So I have a follow-up from from that episode. Uh, Okay. We had discussed in there about 401ks, etc. Yes. I don't know if you recall, but like back in the beginning of this podcast, like 70-something episodes ago, I was changing my name. Yep. And you said you didn't know what to do with your 401k. Yes. I very much remember that. Yes. So I had to call Nation Star, or I had to call my prior employer and... um, like figure out how to change my name with them and that lady called me like six different names i got cassie graham and casey gumption or whatever Uh Uh, and um i i called i called the 401k people and i was like hey i think my name has been changed and i'm ready to merge my 401ks and they were like your name hasn't been changed Uh so that fucking lady from like two years ago now didn't do shit so I had to call my prior employer back and be like, hey, please change my name. <laughs> so please. I, I have a new name now. Um, Good. So they, they changed it. I hope. I mean, she asked for my social security number and I gave it to her. So I hope. Okay. I, I really hope that she changed my name. Um, but now I have to call back the 401k people and be like, okay, the name is changed. Drop the check. <laughs> yeah. But I had to put on my adult pants and I, I felt I felt scared, but I did it. You're going to get a check to then deposit into the new one? Or are you, like, yeah. cashing out the old one? No, no, no. I'm going to okay. deposit that check because it's okay. too much to just... I, I don't know what the fee would be like, but I feel like I would lose a lot of it if I were just to cash it. And also... I'm pretty sure it's, like, 25% of it. That's what I was thinking, too. That, that yeah. number sounded right to me. I was like, they're going to take, like, a quarter of this cash, and I don't want that. No, 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 no. And it's also just too much cash for me to have on hand because if I dropped that into my bank account, I would immediately go insane. But so, so, can I just say, 401k uh-huh. is your retirement savings. Yes. The point of a 401k is they just take the money. So, if you say, I want to put $250 in a month, uh-huh. they put in $250. But then, like, right? what do they do with that money? They invest it, right? Yeah, so they're doing stuff on, like, the back end that is growing it faster than $250 a month. Yeah, because stuff or is happening back there. it's potentially losing. Yeah. Right. There's, like, pie charts and stuff. I log in sometimes. It's like, this yeah. is your 401k, and it's performing in this manner. And I'm like, I don't know what this is doing. It's like it's like when you put leftovers in the fridge, and then they accidentally get pushed to the back of the fridge. And then yeah. you, like, pull them out, and it's like you have food with dividends in there. You know, mm-hmm. it's got stuff happening in there. You're like, I didn't do oh, this. stuff. Yeah. So, like, I know that when I was doing mine, like, I know that I didn't... Well, so then there's, like, the, you know, the company match side. So if you put in 250 they put in 250 So really, you're getting $500 yeah. a month. Right. But then it can make money and all that stupid stuff. But then when you turn, you know, 65 probably 70 for us, because I bet retirement age will go up and up, <laughs> as it always does. Forever and ever. But when you turn 70 and you finally retire and Kelsey's all done working, they're going to tax that money as it comes out now. Fuck taxes. Right? That money's mine. No, they're going to tax it because you haven't paid taxes on it yet. Ugh. If you had a Roth 401k, if you put in 250 you're going to see like $200 go in because they're going to already have taken the taxes. So when you turn 70, all that money in there is strictly your money. The taxes have already been paid. So they pre-tax it. Yeah. Huh. Maybe I should do a Roth 401k. So I've always done a Roth 401k, but somebody told me that was stupid because you get more money in it now. And I was like, yeah, but what if, you know, 60 years from now when I'm done working, 
tax rates have gone up with like five <laughs> different presidents, and so now that money's going to be taxed higher than it would have been when I was twenty something years old. You know, I hate taxes. I don't understand them, and I don't like them. It's 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 all a stupid adult game, and it sucks. It's just the worst. <laughs> Drives me to drink. But I hope that you get your stuff done, and everything works out for you. I hope so too. Thank you oh, yeah. very much. Mm. So I bit my lip. Oh no. So bad. Like so bad <laughs> while I was gone. And everything hurts. It kinda hurts to talk. Oh, I know. It's gigantic sore, like right on the edge of my lip now. That's the worst. And you just like keep biting oh, it because it's God. all fat. Yes. Yes. And so I take a swig of Dr. Pepper and it just it, it burns. Burns. That's the taste. Ah. That's the flavor. Um, I saw you guys trying to, like, spook me while I was gone with the Dr. Pepper shortage. <laughs> yes. Uh, I don't think it's going to affect Texas, right? Because we are, like, the Dr. Pepper source. They pump it out of the ground here. Yeah. Because um, where I left to, I went to the store one day, uh, bought some Dr. Pepper, uh, read that news story, and when I went back to replenish the supply, every single case was gone. Oh, no. Like, no joke, every single case was gone. That's not good news. Yeah, so it might be true. I don't know. Gonna make a trip to Dublin. So, so what have you been doing while I've been gone? Um, I've been aging at a rapid pace. I had to get, (laughs) listen to this, I had to get a glove for my hand to wear when I'm gaming because my finger got stuck. And, like, the WASD position, my W finger got stuck like that. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I've got a fucking arthritis, like a power glove that I wear when I'm, you know, hitting the keys. I will have to send you a picture because I've seen somebody that, like, has, like, a horrible, like, hand cramp from doing it for so long. It was yes. wild to see. I don't want that. Like, my, my finger got frozen like that. It wasn't for a long time. It was for, like, maybe 30 seconds, but I was like, I never want this to happen again. Well, that's why I play with controllers, so... <laughs> so I have my, my gamer's glove now. I'm gonna put it on right now just because it makes me feel okay. good. Makes me feel like, like a strong gamer. Like a nice. Strong... Strong gamer woman. Strong gamer woman who don't need no man. Uh, yeah, so I've been I've been doing a lot of a lot of Star Wars gaming, man. Okay, Swatter is so it's so addictive. I'm like I'm neck deep in that game. I really I did not think I was gonna like it. Like I was just gonna be the good wife and play it for a little bit with my husband because it was yeah. something he deeply wanted. So, you know, I get into it and then like suddenly I'm just like immersed in this story and I'm like I want this person to succeed. She's gonna be a good character and she's gonna help the Republic. Oh, that's so awesome. Uh, everyone in the game is fucking packing cake, though. They all have huge asses. I don't know what it is. <laughs> okay. The developers are like, let's give everyone a dump truck back there. Like, it's it's like they're smuggling Christmas hams. It's nuts. I know you didn't play Uncharted, but that was the whole deal with Chloe from yeah. Uncharted 2 was that she had, like, a butt, right? Let me just try to Google, like, swatter butts well in the one that i was just playing the lost legacy (laughs) yeah when i had played it i was like okay so we went from playstation 3 to playstation 4 and i guess they went you know what that was a little too much because i feel like they toned down her ass in the new game really (laughs) oh yeah because it's definitely not just like like it was 
man. I swear, like, everyone has, like, a plus five to ass in this game. It's it's insane. Here, I have a picture. Let me, let me send this okay. to you. Yeah, look how, okay. Look how much bubble that is. I know. It's just bumping. <laughs> and every single cutscene is, like, from behind, but at ass level. I don't get it. Yeah, there's like, hey, check this out while you're playing. <laughs> yeah, it's like, we work so hard on the ass physics. Please enjoy. Are there physics? Like, do they move? No, like, in okay. fact, actually, the physics in this game are so bad. <laughs> like, sometimes oh, your character is just like, it, it's one of those games where during a cutscene, you'll suddenly, like, clip through the floor or, like, your Wookiee is T-posing in the background. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which makes it all the more enjoyable, in my opinion, but... Yeah, it's a good game. It's full of butts. I recommend it. I mean, that's what we focused on when we first got into Overwatch. Butts, butts, was all butts. The butts. Yeah, Widowmaker's insane butt. Tracer. Mercy's packing too. She don't. She don't really let on, but under that, underneath that, that little skirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God, like that's so. In like older games, it was boobs because we had Laura Croft, and it was oh my you know, God. The like triangle the gigantic tits. triangle tits. Yeah, but now we're all about the butt physics. Yep. Gotta get like a perfectly sculpted butt to have a good game. I don't know why that is. Like That's who on just... the team is just like in charge of the butts? Because there's got to be one person that makes sure all the butts are all in line, you know? I feel like it's just whoever's in charge. They just go, okay, so are you an ass man or a boob man? And that's <laughs> that's where we'll focus on on this game. My God. But then you get people that, you know, make, like, the Conan game, and it's like, well, what kind of a size man are you? Because in that game, that's the one where you can choose your uh, your uh, penis size. What? <laughs> yeah, so there's a Conan game where when you're doing the character creator at the beginning, yeah, there's a slider for your, for your genitals, <laughs> and you can, like, pick at whether you're, so, like swinging an anaconda around or you got like a tootsie roll like what do you want (laughs) why why (laughs) i don't know but that is i i think that one was conan exiles god everyone's walking around like like david bowie and the labyrinth and those little pants yeah god it's it's a called the endowment slider the endowment slider yeah what year was this game made uh, 2017. Oh my god. <laughs> yep. And someone in the in their art department was in charge of that. They were like, <laughs> they they made that executive decision to have the dick slider. Oh yeah. And uh, so this article that I'm reading is like, warning, not safe for work because Conan exiles cock and balls gifs are on point. <laughs> the, the physics is right. Oh so, my god. Yeah, I'll have to... I'll have to send you this to see. Okay. But yeah, so I don't know. That's just like a thing. I guess I guess in games they're like, well, we want the people to be able to, you know, like see human physics the way they want. Yeah, except general in, physics. It's important. You know, yeah. Well, I have been playing a new game. Oh, what have you been playing? Uh, so while I was gone, I started playing... Have you ever played the Trials games? No. The Phoenix Wright Trials? No, it's, you're like on a motorcycle, and so it's basically a game of, like, insanely precise controlling. Uh Uh-huh. And so it's like, you have to be able to just make it through this course, but it's like, you might have to, like, 
bunny hop this wheel from like this rock to this like slanted incline and be able to boost yourself up to hit this next point hit this wall and do a backflip but it's all based on like insanely precise controls and throttle acceleration by you oh my god so like if you ever mess up in this game it's not the game it's you Mm. you know and it really demands a lot a lot of reflex and a lot of just like okay here's how i'm gonna go about it and like planning and stuff and it is hard and it's kind of addicting i can't do games like that so that sounds a lot like um you ever played the game v no it's like v v v v v it's like several v's in a row i forget five or six of them but Mm -hmm. um it's one of those games where you have to like jump and duck at very precise times it's like that level in the lion king game where you're riding the ostrich you know and you have to yeah you have to duck or jump but it's like that sped up 50 times okay uh i i can't i can't do games like that it's so it's too much it's too much focus so do you never play uh in plus do you remember that one i don't oh man me and ferdin were about that game you're like a ninja, and the whole point is you have to get through the level, like, avoiding bombs or spikes or other things, and you have to just make it to the checkpoint at the end. But sometimes Ugh. you have to, like, find a key that unlocks the door that's on the other side of the room, but then make your way back without falling into the spikes to hit the door. God. And it's, like, insanely precise. You have to time everything just right, and sometimes it's like, okay... You have to just be holding it full throttle all the way through, timing the jumps just right, or else you won't make it. Yeah, that I can't do that. Oh man, it's so much fun though. I've been thinking about buying it. That's that's pretty much all I've been playing lately. Yeah, I was just my life has still consumed my swatter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. <clears throat> so I made a um a purchase lately. Okay. Um, I was looking on the internet at okay just you know those like satisfying gifts or whatever like that there's an instagram just there's several instagrams devoted to just like strangely satisfying and it'll just show you like a bunch of different random shit yeah um so they had this one thing where like they were showing a vegetable being like sliced in a spiral by a very skilled chef and i was like okay i want to be able to do that but also at the same time i don't have the knife skills to do that yeah so i want a kitchen gadget that will do this for me okay and they have those like they have those old timey ass apple cranks you know where you like clip it to the counter and like stuff this apple on a spike and you crank it and it like peels your apple and spiralizes it and makes a little like ribbon out of it you know yeah, I saw that on TikTok. I fucking... Those things speak to something in me that just wants to make ribbons out of vegetables. So and did you get one of those that clamps I, on the table? I did not get one that clamps on the table. <sighs> I got one that okay. clamps into my KitchenAid stand mixer. All right, so that's the one that I've seen before. Yes. Yeah. And it, it spiralizes so good. I spiralized myself a Honeycrisp apple for breakfast, and Ooh. it was so perfect. And I enjoyed it so much. Yeah, we were looking at some of those when we did the zucchini noodles a lot. Yes, I love that so much. Yeah, because we had like a hand crank one that you like just put it in and you twisted the zucchini until it came out all done in the noodles, right? Yeah. And we were like, geez, we could just attach it to this thing and there's something that just does it for you. Right. But we still don't have one. They're expensive, but so that's it was one of those awesome. things. Yeah, it was one of those things where I was just like, I am an adult, and this is something I want. I'm going to buy myself a little pandemic present, well, so I did. Why not? 
why not? I'm not going out. I'm not spending money on external stimulus. I never will fault a kitchen utensil because I love kitchen gadgets. I just I think they're too, neat. Man. They're st- just neat. I love them. <laughs> they can do so much stuff. Like, you never know the stuff that you're like, man, you can just do it this easy now? I know. I just saw a thing that was like a banana slicer. Like, you just pre-peel it, you lay it in there, you close it down, and then boom, you got, like, 20 slices. It's like, that'd be nice. Wouldn't it be nice? But then you have to clean the banana slicer. That's true, because, I mean, you just take a little butter knife, and it takes you, like, 10 seconds to do it, whereas that yeah. takes you one second. I mean, you're right. not saving that much time. I mean, that's that's nine seconds. Nine seconds a million times is a lot of time saved. It's nine million seconds. <laughs> but then how long are you going to spend washing it? Oh, so that's see, true. You might, you might lose the time again. You're going to lose that time right over. That's so, that's what I was worried about getting one of these apple spiralizers. I was like, you're going to have to like wash the spiral part, but you don't. You just have to wash like there's a blade that comes off, and then like the little spike that hmm. actually goes inside the apple. It all comes apart, and it's so easy. <laughs> I was so happy. Oh man! It took me like ten seconds to wash it. I need you to post a video of you spiraling a Honeycrisp. I absolutely did on my Instagram this morning. Uh. <laughs> God, I gotta go look at it. I'll put it on the uh, podcast Instagram, too. Nice. I was also researching. So, you know, you know, boba tea. Yeah. The tea with the bubbles in it. Those big, fat tapioca pearls. I'm not huge on it, but I have been known to get down on a boba from time to time. I love boba so much. And Uh there's not like there's one boba shop near me, but I'm... I'm newly agoraphobic, I guess. I don't know. I just, I don't want to go out. <laughs> yeah. So um, I've been like trying to find items to make boba at home. And okay, you know, those like thick ass straws that you have to have for boba that have like the point on the end where you stab it yeah. through the plastic. So yeah. they make a metal version of those straws. Okay. No, don't you just like, I saw it and I immediately was just like, I'm going to stab somebody with that. Like, Oh God, not, not intentionally. It's just going to happen. Like something will happen that I will make a stabby motion and this will go through a person right into their heart. And I will accidentally suck their heart right out through the straw. Jeez. That would be the most, like, oh, that was an accident. I didn't know. I didn't mean to, officer. You I didn't just, know you sucked the heart out of this man? I just accidentally, I tripped and I ate his heart. All of it. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Um. But I want it, though. I want it just to have it. But I also don't want it because I don't want to accidentally murder someone. Yeah. So it, it's in my maybe purchases right now. It's in my Amazon cart just hanging out there. Well, you know, ever since I watched... Uh the born identity when he was stabbing people with a ballpoint pen i was like i guess uh, it would be that easy to hurt somebody with this thing yes so i don't really like pins anymore i i can't carry anything that could be a weapon like i i scare myself sometimes like i'll pick up a hammer and just be like i could kill somebody and i have to carry it by the head of the hammer so i don't do that <laughs> it, well if i carry it this way i can only just slightly bruise them yeah the handle okay I can't accidentally destroy someone in the skull. These are my intrusive thoughts. This is my mental illness that yeah. I'm sharing with you right now. I I freak out about holding stuff wrong. I don't know. Well, in The Last of Us, they do hit a lot of people with hammers, so... Ugh. I can't I even pick pain. up a kitchen knife. Like, <laughs> I I don't like it. I do like to pull them out of the little woodblock, though, and go, shing! Shing! Just like you're fe- about to turn around and just, get the serial killer. Yeah, it just feels so nice. Yeah, it does. Oh, well, so those are some cool purchases. Thank you. I'm going to make a 
break from purchasing now because my wallet is like, what are you doing? Yeah. Uh, let's see. I haven't really gotten anything lately. No pandemic purchases for you? I actually did get a new flash drive. Oh. It's 256 gigabytes. So that will be fun. Because uh, I went to see my brother when I was off doing the family stuff. Yeah. And I actually took Primal with me when oh, I went out there. And, dude, he was digging Primal. Like, it's so hard. Oh, God. When does the next season come out? Is that soon? It's supposed to be fall of this year, but I don't know. Yeah, I wonder if COVID has affected that at all. Because they released that schedule post-COVID times. Oh, really? So, it's like they kind of knew huh. Like what their schedule would be, you know? Okay. So, I'll have to check in on that, but... Yeah, that should be coming up soon. The but, Mandalorian I mean, is like... coming out in October, season oh, two. Oh, okay. I'm pumped. I don't know how they filmed it, I guess because he's wearing a mask. He's like naturally socially distant, but whatever. I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, I guess they could have started filming it a little bit earlier and they'd just been doing the post stuff. Yeah. In the meantime, so. That makes sense. Because I don't think even when it was coming out like week by week that they were still making it week by week at that <laughs> yeah. time. Yeah. Probably you know, not. Disney. I would have assumed that, that it was done, and they were already writing on season two and all that good stuff, so. It's super weird to be in a time where there's, like, very little fresh content out there, you know? Like, TV shows are not going to come back in the fall. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, Movies are so scarce. Did you hear that Mulan is coming out, though? Yes, I did. So, they're putting it out on Disney+, Plus, right? Uh-huh. But for a catch, it's yeah. $30. Thirty dollars. Three zero dollars. The mouse wants thirty dollars <gasps> to show you Mulan. I want to know the specifics though, because like when I got Trolls, it was twenty. Yeah. And I got it for I think it was like two full days, like forty eight hours. You didn't get to keep right? it. No. What? No, you were seeing it in the movie theater, but you could watch it as many times as you wanted for two full days. Oh my god. No, like it's it's like a rental. I hate that. I thought you were keeping it. Like, imagine the parents out there who their children are going to want to watch Trolls 2 600 times because that's what children do. Yeah, well, they get it for two days. Oh, my God. Watch it back to back to back for 48 hours straight, children, because you'll never see it again. I mean, that could be why it made so much money, because a lot of parents maybe did pay the $20 more than once. Oh we don't God. know. You know, I mean, it's the same as if you went to the movie theater more than once to see it, you know? I guess, but man. But no, yeah. Like, it was $20 for two days, so I'm like, alright, so if I'm going to spend 30 do I get it for a week? Do yeah, I so get a certain number of views? Like, if I'm, what, if I'm spending $30 on live-action Mulan, I want, like, the behind-the-scenes stuff. I want to keep the movie. I want extras. I want deleted scenes. Yeah. I want the making of Mulan also. Okay, so this says, from two days ago, alright... And because it costs $30, you will have to pay for a Disney Plus subscription as well. Blah, 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 blah. After doing some digging, we found that the deal is actually better value than anticipated. Okay. Specifically, the Mulan Disney Plus offer allows you to watch the movie as often as you like, so long as you have a Disney Plus sign-up. Okay, so you keep it, as long as you so, have Disney Plus. So in this, yes, you... You get to keep it as long as you keep the subscription. And then when the subscription lapses, that goes away too. So here's the thing. I, this Mulan is not a musical, right? Not that I'm aware of, no. 
So I can't foresee myself. Like, the only reason I rewatch Disney movies, I don't watch them for the plot because every plot of every Disney movie is sad as shit. I'm not watching it to be happy and have fun. I'm watching yeah. it for the music. Right? Yeah. I I mean, yeah. I love, um, well, like, I watch Hercules a lot because I like the Hydra fight. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> like, I just, I just, I just love that fight. And, you know, I love Meg, so, you know, whatever. I mean, I'm sure that this movie is going to be a good movie. I'm not going to knock it before I try it. I think it's going to oh, be yeah. a great movie. But at the same time, I, I'm going to watch it once. I got to say, of all the, the like, newer live action ones, I've only seen one of them more than once. Really? So we watched Cinderella. I watched it once. Beauty and the Beast, saw in the theater. Aladdin, I watched in the theater. Oh. And then I watched it once at home. Aladdin is so good. The remake. Oh, my God. So, like, visually, that movie is just stunning. Yeah. I mean, really, I only watched it because I was showing my mom. Yeah. I was like, oh, you haven't seen it? Well, let's watch it. So we watched it. I would watch Aladdin again. I would... I don't know if I would spend $30 to own it, but I would watch it again. See, that's my thing. It's like, should I wait? Because then it'll just be on Disney Plus on its own later. But will it? Or Or are they just going to continue selling it for $30? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, this is a first. Something like this has never happened. Huh. And then it's going to wind up coming out on Blu-ray, which means you can get it on Voodoo and all that stuff, and those usually cost $20 to buy and own for life, no matter what. And you're going to get the Blu-ray, because we know you. Let's not not lie to ourselves here. You will be getting that Blu-ray. I don't have the Blu-rays for the other Disney live actions, though. Really? I don't like them that much. Oh, (laughs) I'm shocked. This, This movie needs to be really good. Okay. And we'll have to see. Yeah. And actually, I don't have many of Disney movies on Blu-ray because you just can't find them. That's true. Yeah, they and they charge, the... a, they charge a shit ton. So maybe I shouldn't be so surprised that instead of the normal 20, like everybody else did, this is going to be 30. Yeah. You I know? mean, they're, they're not going to release live action Mulan on Disney Plus and then be like, it's going back in the vault. No, like it's going to stay on Disney Plus. Oh, yeah. Uh, so... Yeah. You do get to keep it, though. I'm glad that I found that out. That's good. But I don't know that I want to spend 30 bucks. No. I just don't know. I probably not, will, though. I'm not gonna. But we'll you see. do it. You let me know how it is. Okay. <laughs> um, I did watch a comedy movie recently. Okay. Have you heard of the movie Palm Springs? No. Okay. I think that you would really, really love this movie. So do you like Andy Samberg? Yes. Of course you do. I love yeah. Andy Samberg. Uh, and do you like Kristen Milioti? Uh, so I'm looking at her. That's the mom from How I Met Your Mother, right? Yes. Okay. I mean, sure. I don't know that I've just been like, oh, I just like her in like anything else. I know she was in Black Mirror and I liked her in that episode. Oh yeah, she so... was. What episode was that? That's the, that's the Star Trek one. Yes. Where like oh, he my keeps God. him imprisoned in the game. <laughs> that one was yeah. so fucked up. Yeah. Um, I... I love both of them as actors and as comedians. And this is a very funny movie that I didn't expect to like as much as I did. So okay. it's a time loop movie where they're both at a wedding and they're living the same day over and over again. And okay. um, they just kind of have to like navigate this day together. He's been stuck in the day for a very long time. And then he accidentally gets her stuck into it also. And oh God. it plays okay. on that. Okay. But it was really good, especially, I'm going to say it was good for a time loop movie, because 
I, I haven't seen a whole lot of time loop movies, and I feel like it's an easy trope to mess up. I mean, really, when I think of time loop movies, there's only one movie that is a good time loop movie. Okay. That's, that's a bold Groundhog statement. Day. That's the only good one? I mean, how many others can you think of? Uh, the like, Edge of Tomorrow, that's a really good one. Yeah, that is a good one. I enjoyed that one. We 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 do really like that one. Yeah, but that's when a good you talk movie. about time loops like Groundhog Day is like the standard. That you know? is like the time loop movie, yeah. Oh what about Happy Death Day? Uh yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I feel see? like they're like probably coming back. People are starting to figure out a way to make it work. Yeah. You know? I think cuz like nobody really did it before then. I think it feels like we're in a time loop right now, so these movies may be <laughs> becoming <laughs> more relevant these days. Yeah. Um did you ever see Looper? I did see Looper. What how would you I feel think. about that one? I don't think I like that one. I didn't think I liked it either. It, it's the one with um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Bruce Willis, who I love both of them, but you know, this movie just didn't do it for me. I actually don't know if I watched it, because I remember just like, oh hearing what, a, what it was about, and I was like, eh, it sounds okay. It's written and directed by our good friend, Ryan Rian Johnson. Aha! Uh-huh. Well, everyone didn't like it. I'm shocked that I didn't like it. A lot of people don't like his movies. I know, right? <laughs> Like, he's, he's like, very hit or miss with people. For real. Apparently. But I think I remember seeing it, and then I was like, yeah, I would watch it one day, and I've just never watched it all the way through. I've seen pieces of it, I think. Yeah. And I kind of liked the idea, but I think I wound up just reading what the plot was, because I never got around to actually watching it. Yeah. I just didn't like... I, I felt that Joseph Gordon-Levitt's makeup was distracting, because they made him... They tried to make him look like young Bruce Willis, and yeah. they altered his face in a way that was just very unnatural. <laughs> it just didn't look right. I do remember that being a big complaint. Oh, Emily Blunt is in this movie, too. I wonder if she personally is stuck in a time loop. I remember watching it, or, like, seeing that trailer. Yeah. And I was like, where was Joseph Gordon-Levitt? Right? <laughs> the man with yeah, the big I'm fake hook nose. Looking at a picture from it now and i'm like yeah that's not him yeah they like wrecked his face that's pretty amazing (laughs) like i can't tell that's him i'm looking at a picture of him side by side with him from the movie and i'm like that's not the same guy right that's pretty funny but i mean i guess that's that's a kudos to them that they did a good job yeah they made him look making it not look like him weird as hell but i guess you're saying we're coming to a uh a time loop renaissance. I think time loops are coming back in style because there's a lot of video games that deal with that too. Like they kind of play with time loops in Life is Strange a little bit. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I just think it's a it's a trope that we're starting to see more of again. So I feel like if you like time loop stuff, give this movie Palm Springs a shot because it's very good and very funny. I will have to watch it because I, I do like Andy. So yeah, I would probably get down on it. I still need to see Hot Rod as well i've not seen that one i haven't seen a whole lot of his movies actually because i i don't know his his style of comedy is good but he has to have a good supporting cast also yeah well see you would think you know i like him so i would have watched um brooklyn 99 oh my god that's the funniest tv show you have to watch brooklyn 99 i've never seen a single episode ever of that show you would like it a lot I've only ever seen that, that like, one clip that blew up where they're, like, 
which one of these guys killed your brother? And yeah, she's they're like, like I, singing. <laughs> I don't know, but he was singing Backstreet Boys, so they all sing it in yeah. there. And that shit was super funny, and I was like, I could watch this. That's really, the whole show. Like, the entire show was like that. I want to watch it because Terry Crews is in it, and that's yes, my guy. he's also very funny. He has some problematic tweets, but he's a, he's a funny guy. <laughs> so I will definitely have to check this one out because it is on Hulu. Yes. So question, it, do you have to have any supporting package to watch it? I think that you, I think it's a rent thing. So you have to pay like four bucks or something for it. Okay. Because me and Taylor will find so many movies that we want to watch. And so we always Google it. Because when you Google a movie, it'll say what subscription service it, it it's like on, right? Yeah. And so many times we'll see one that says Hulu, watch now with a subscription. And we go, yes, we have Hulu. We'll get on Hulu, click it, and it goes, oh, you have Hulu, but you need the HBO package as well. Oh, what? That shit happens to us so much that we just kind of quit going to Hulu to watch movies. So, Oh, I didn't know that was a thing. Oh, they have a stars package that you can buy through them, a Cinemax one. Like It's basically like cable, and you can buy these different packages to go with it, which gives you access to more movies to watch. Weird, okay. And it bites us in the ass all the time. <laughs> ah, that sucks. I hate it. But maybe this one won't be that way, so I'll have to check it out. Yeah, check it out. Um, I started watching a movie that I haven't finished yet. Oh. Um, the new Jay and Silent Bob reboot movie. Okay. I know you don't like Kevin Smith. Not a big fan. But it's really funny so far. Okay. It heavily implies that you like... His previous movies, especially Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Okay. <laughs> and if you, like, know him as a person, like, from his podcast, you can pick up on tons of little, like, tidbits that he's dropping in there as well. Maybe that's why I don't like Kevin Smith so much, because he's so self-referential. Like, I feel like you have to see his whole really catalog is. of stuff to understand what the fuck is going on with his jokes. So, like, he goes to a comic book store to, like find out something from a guy and the guy makes a joke about saying like oh yeah this mall is full of scum and villainy right uh-huh well the scum and villainy cantina is where he records his podcast oh my so god i was like ah i get that that's but, a reference yeah to like anyone else he'd be like okay you know <laughs> all right so yeah it's heavily predicated on you knowing a lot about him as a person yeah because they even go into him losing all of his weight oh okay because, you know, he had the heart attack and went vegan and has dropped, like, 50-plus pounds, right? Yeah. Well, they make a joke about how uh, Silent Bob is no longer fat like he used to be. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, well, I know that because I was I was listening to the podcast when he had his heart attack and all that kind of stuff. So Did he have his yeah, podcast? It's... Did he have his podcast? Did he have his heart attack live on air? Because that would be really fucked up. No. He was, he was doing, like, a comedy tour. So, like, he was doing, like, a stand-up thing. Yeah. He went out and did a show, went backstage, and they were like, all right, you got 15 minutes till the next one, and he collapsed before the 15 minutes was up. Oh, my God. So it wasn't live on his show, but it was almost live on stage for this other group of people. God. <laughs> so, yeah, but, like, he's got all this kind of stuff in there, and it's all really funny. But I haven't finished it yet. I only made it about halfway through and had to stop for something, so I will finish it later, give a full review next time. All right. We'll look forward to that. Yes. So you said something in there that actually I've been keeping a secret from you for about a month. <gasps> okay. Because I wasn't sure if I wanted to talk about it on the podcast or not. So 
remember last year when I had like a health scare and I had to go in and have like a colonoscopy done and it was awful and terrible? Yes. I had like a lot of gut issues again recently. Okay. And I was like, I don't want this to go through that shit again. So I decided to cut meat out of my diet to see if that would help because I felt like I always felt worse after eating meat. So okay, I've been vegetarian now for a month and okay. I feel like it's going to be a permanent lifestyle for me. All right. But <laughs> I've but... always been like, so I've always been afraid kind of of doing anything vegetarian or talking about thinking about doing anything vegetarian because it's one of those communities where I feel like there's a lot of gatekeeping around it. Okay. If that makes sense. Like every time you go to Google something like cool vegetarian recipes or something, or like recipes without meat, you get these articles that are like chickens are dying on the daily by billions and they're slaughtering pigs in the worst ways possible and like i don't want to see all of that like you just you just want the healthy food i just want food without meat in it and without any kind of emotional baggage like (laughs) i feel like people who i'm not shitting on vegetarians or vegans in any sort of way especially if you're doing it for the animals like that's awesome but at the same time i feel like it's one of those things where you can't be a vegetarian without a specific reason for it. Yeah. You know? And when you go online and try to find a community of people, like, I don't know how to cook anything at all. (laughs) So I'm having a hard time, like, finding recipes that are good. So I'm like, how do you cook tofu? And yeah, you just, you get a lot of people that are like, well, if you aren't familiar with tofu, then maybe you shouldn't even be trying to cook tofu. Why are you even doing it? Are you, are you doing it? I have it? to learn. Yeah. It's Jeez. Just, I feel like there's a lot of unnecessary walls that you kind of have to get around. But <clears throat> if you find, you just have to like pick up the doormat and like reach underneath and find that key and you can get into that gate. And yeah. like, it's just about, I guess, finding the right people in the community to ask so yeah it's like the right support system for it yes you know so i've got a friend who is um vegan and i was just been asking him like i don't know how to cook anything can you like help me (laughs) so that's been my key into the community but it just makes me wonder like why why do people gatekeep stuff you know why is there why is there this wall around vegetarianism veganism i mean I mean, I'm saying vegetarianism, that's not even what I'm doing. So, like, I'm still eating fish, so I guess yeah. I'm pescatarian. I'm still eating eggs and yeah. dairy products and stuff, so I'm not, like, I don't, I don't know. There's. I feel like people like to feel like they're part of a group, and it's not just open to everybody, because it's like, well, I am, it's, it's, it's like an identifier for them. Yeah, you like... Know? I guess a lot of people will build their own identity around it. You know, like I personally go out and forage all my own mushrooms and that's all I ever eat. It's just mushrooms. Yeah. And like, that's cool for you. But also, can you help me find a mushroom recipe? (laughs) Yeah. I feel like people gatekeep in a bunch of places. Absolutely. That's kind of how I felt getting into Destiny when I started playing. Oh my God. Yeah. Destiny. Because I came into it so late that it's like you don't understand what all this means? It's like, no, I don't. I have no idea what any of this is. Yeah. 
And There's until of... you find somebody that can show you, you feel totally lost and it's not fun. 100%. You know? Yeah, you're just like grinding and you don't know why. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's there's just so much. I think that people, there's a part of it where when they got into it, they had to do all the research and learn things on their own. So they don't want to handhold a noob. You know, they're like, I yeah. don't have time for this. I got to this grind on my own. And you could probably do it by yourself, too. So I'm not going to bother to stoop down and give you my hand. Like, I'm yeah. going to be king on top of this mountain and you get your own power level up. You know, that kind of reminds me, uh, you were saying in the last show with Taylor, it, it was like a get a mentor. Yeah. Or whatever, right? I don't have one. Like, I don't know who I would just go up to and be like, show me the ways of, <laughs> of ways. Yeah. I know. I've been thinking a lot about mentors lately. Like, I, I don't feel like I have, I like, there's, there's people in my life that I go to when I need help for stuff, but I don't have one person that I'm just like, show me the ropes of the things that you do so I can be you. Yeah. Like they kept promoting that at my job all the time like almost any meeting we had it was like find you a mentor so you can progress forward in your career and yeah. it's like who am i supposed to sit on like i don't know what that means and like why would i just pick somebody and say how do you feel about doing a job day in and day out that they're gonna <laughs> change my mind on it you know mm-hmm. so it's like do you need a mentor in veganism yes i like, do <laughs> That's like, the ways of tofu are very tricky. It's, Show me the ways it's of tofu. Not, not for beginners. Like, like uh, there's there's different firmnesses of tofu. Like, you can go get silky tofu and extra firm tofu. And there, some, some of the recipes don't even, like, tell you what kind to get. They're like, you know what kind of tofu to get. Don't even fuck around. <laughs> but <laughs> I just don't... Like, I've never even seen tofu, okay? Yeah, so I made tofu for the first time this month, and it... There's, like, a system that you have to do with tofu. So, like, you have to press the water out of it, first of all. And I got extra firm because after some research, extra firm is the kind that you want to get when you're emulating a meat texture. (laughs) Okay. So I pressed all the water, what I thought was all the water out of this tofu. I pressed it for maybe, like, 30 minutes under just a couple of canned goods and with some paper towels and stuff. I was like, that's good. And then I diced it up and I baked it and then I like sauteed it in some sauce and when it came out it looked really golden and beautiful and saucy and then when i actually bit into it i was like oh it's still flavorless as shit yeah (laughs) oh and there's there's no like i don't know if i'm just not googling the right terms or something but there's just so few people on the internet all these fucking mommy blogs with their recipes they don't they don't go into you would think so when you go on a recipe blog there's always like a 5,000 word prelude to the recipe where like someone talks about the story behind their grandmother's Holocaust ring or whatever. And the reason why they had this recipe today. Yeah. But they never tell you like, this is what you should do to tofu and why it's just cook the tofu. And I, I don't know, maybe I'm, maybe I'm not following the right recipes or the right blogs, but I'm trying to think like, I don't know who taught me like when you're picking out an avocado, like here's, Here's how you should feel it when you're picking out a peach. Like, here's how you should, like, who who teaches you the ways of produce and all that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah, how do you know when you thump a watermelon if it's good or not? Like, you just kind of know. Like, I guess you've just seen it out in the wild so much. So really, what, what you need to do is go to the tofu section and stalk the people that are in it. And you yeah. can hear them go, oh, well, I'm going to make this. And you go, okay, so he's buying the silky. Yes, nice, nice, I get it. <laughs> and you just, like, kind of pick it up. Just by being around them. Just, you know? like, forage for, for tips. Yeah. Stalk somebody with my little notebook. 
you need to just find a website and say, I need a vegan mentor, please. And see if someone's like, yes, I will take you under my lettuce wing. Lettuce wing. Oh, my God. Yes. That's what I need. I need a big lettuce bird to just hold me gently Mm -hmm. and tell me how to cook things. I don't know. It's been it's been an adventure for the past month. I've just been like I I have trouble cooking in the first place. So this is extra fun because Richard's not going to go vegetarian, which I don't blame him. Yeah. Uh so we've been cooking separate dinners but the same. So like I had like bean and plant crumble tacos okay. tonight and he had beef tacos. Yeah. Also the names for vegan meats, vegetarian meats are just wild as shit like ground plant crumbles is what they call ground beef yeah and i don't know there's there's so many different brands and different things and different ways yeah, to I, cook them it's just it's a lot of learning have you ever been to trader joe's and just looked at some of the stuff they have in there yeah, and the names for that stuff it's wild uh we just got some uh like dumplings from somewhere that were uh-huh. some kind of organic something or other man they were good though all right <laughs> like like some of that stuff is really good yeah, like there but is good. It's already food. pre-made and pre-packaged and ready to go. Right, and if you don't you know? do that, then you're not doing veganism right. You have exactly. to exactly. <laughs> you have to go out and find the food. Yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm struggling right now finding my foothold in the vegetarian community. I suppose so. Well, one of your easy things is you can go to Burger King and get the Impossible Whopper. You know, I still haven't tried the Impossible Whopper. I think I have finally had one. Really? You think yeah, you had one? Oh, like. I mean, we get them a lot with her friend, Mary. She lives off of them because she's vegan. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, she lives on those, like, a lot. Yeah. And anytime she comes over, it's like, what do you want? And then I'll, I'll be like, why did we ask you? It's going to be the Impossible Whopper. And she's <laughs> like, it's the Impossible Whopper. I should try like one. That, um, I think I had a bite of it one time, and I was like, yeah, it tastes like a burger. Yeah, I mean, it tastes like products out there. Like, they, they have... I found these chicken nuggets that are like plant based. It's they spell chicken. I don't. It's like C H I K apostrophe N. Yeah. So it's like chicken nuggets, but um, they're really really good. They actually taste like chicken nuggets, but they're plants. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still just like looking for what to do. <laughs> so if we have any vegan or vegetarian listeners out there, I would really appreciate to be under your lettuce wing. Yes, please keep us up to date on all the tips and tricks you find out of the vegan trail. Yeah, the vegan trail. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I wanted to tell you about something, though, because I found it out today. What'd you find out? Since you had talked about a long time ago on the podcast, uh, you know, you had talked about the 401k, kind of came up again. Well, there's a game that I talked about, like, at E3 last year. Okay. That randomly got released, like, yesterday. What? August 18th. They just go, boom, it's out. We never told anybody. Oh, shit. What is it? So you remember that game Spirit Fair that I told you about? Yeah. Where it looks like the kind of Studio Ghibli vibe, but you're, like, taking these spirits and, like, sending them to, like, where they can go be at peace, and you have to, like, release them and let them go and yes, stuff? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. I think I can sway you on it now. Okay. Because I kind of read a little bit about it, and I was like, oh, I didn't know that's what it was. So it's, like, legit Greek mythology shit. Oh, cool. And so Karen, or Charon, whatever you want to call him, the guy that, like, drives the boat over the river sticks. Yeah. 
he he is he is retiring and you are his replacement to Oh-ho. ferry people across the river Styx, I guess. Cool. So, I don't know that it is the River Styx, but I just read that you are replacing uh, Karen as he's retiring from, um, like, transporting people across. So I was like, well, that sounds very Greek to me. How do you spell this little thing's name? It's a C-H-A-R-O-N. Okay, I'm thinking Karen, like, who wants to speak to your River Styx manager? (laughs) So here's a review on Polygon, and it says right here, it's based on classical Greek mythology. So, no, yeah, it is like legit Greek mythology shit. That's awesome. So that made me like ratchet up how much I wanted to look at it. Hell yeah. I love Greek mythology. That's gonna, that's gonna be a good game. Where is it available? It is available everywhere. It literally came out everywhere. You can get it on Steam, PlayStation, Xbox, uh, the Switch. Anywhere you want to play it, you can play this game. Literally everywhere. Okay, shit. So pick your spot and go ferry some people across the River Styx. Go ferry some spirits. Like, oh man, it just looks so neat. I can't wait. So Karen retires and Stella is just beginning in the role. She travels between islands, meeting spirits that are stuck and in need of help of moving on. So most of them on the ship picked up throughout the game's watercolor world are her friends and family some are not but each has something that they need and something that stella must provide her large but simply her her large but initially simple vessel is her way of doing so and as it gets larger and more complex with more passengers coming aboard they can grow a vegetable of gardens for a vegetarian spirit that comes to the boat (laughs) oh right you can make uh you can upgrade the kitchen, it says, to create more elaborate meals for your picky passengers. Cute. And you just do all the stuff until they find their way across. That's awesome. So you're, like, running a little spirit hotel. Kind of. It says that it's a cozy management game. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Okay, so I'm you're, to play this. Yeah, so you're collecting resources that are then brought back to the ship that then let you upgrade the ship. So, uh, like it says here, whether that's turning sugar into flour, to well, turning sugar and flour into a cake, or flattening glass into sheets to okay. do something else with it. Oh, yeah, so you can do all kinds of stuff. Hell, yeah. All right. I'm going to have to play this. I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to get it on Switch, because wow. that sounds like a game that I want to, like, take with me somewhere. See, I was trying to think, because it just looks so pretty. I need to see what, like, the resolution differences are, because I think I, I still want it on the PlayStation. Yeah. I don't know. I have to figure that out. Is it expensive? It is $30. Okay. So it's yeah. not horrible. I'm only going to buy one copy of it, though. Like, I was thinking if it's, like, a $5 game, I can get it on my PC and on my Switch. But no, yeah. just the Switch. I was thinking that it might be 20 Yeah. But, okay, so it is 30 Well, boo. Um, ooh, I actually have one other game to tell you about. Ooh. I saw this on... I think PlayStation did a state of play the other day. Yeah. And they were talking about a new PlayStation 5 game that's going to be coming out. So it is called The Pathless. And I just need to send you this gameplay walkthrough. Okay. And just let you watch it on your own. But it's like six minutes of just all the stuff that the game entails. I cannot wait for this game. It looks so awesome. All right, I'm happy to look at that. 
like the world is becoming corrupted by these bad spirits. Yeah. And you have to like find out where the corruption's coming in, in into the world and then destroy the spirit that has been corrupted to like purify it and stuff. That's a really pretty game. And so as you run around, you have to shoot these things with your arrow to build up your stamina to keep running. Okay. But you don't actually aim at them, per se. You just kind of have to, like, hit a button to do it. So they're like, that way you feel like you are as accurate as this person really is in the game. Oh, cool. We're not going to make you focus so much on that, because that's just a maneuvering thing. But when you get into the fights, you need to be more accurate, because, I mean, it's like a fight. Okay, yeah, so you're just, like, locking onto targets as you run through, and then when you do the fighting, you're actually doing it. Yeah. And then you have a pet eagle that you have to pet and keep clean, which I loved. Like, there's just so much. I just need you to check this out and let me know what you think later. All right. It it really sold me. I was like, you know what? That's the game I want on PlayStation 5 first. Hell yeah. So check that out and let me know. All right. Well, you want to repeat this cycle? (laughs) You must be thinking of another podcast. Oh! (laughs) They're going to be like, what? (laughs) Hey, guys, please tell your friends about us. Help us grow this audience. Don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite platform so you never miss an episode. We release weekly every Monday. Even if one of us is gone, we find a way to make it through. Uh, If you like that tenacity we have, why don't you go out to Apple Podcasts, give us a big old five stars. That really helps us out to get us, like, more promotion, getting views, and just kind of making it bigger so we can continue to make bigger, better stuff for you. Yes, indeed. And while you're out there on the internet, you can find us and friend us on social media. We are at YMBTOAP on Twitter and Instagram. We've got a new follower, Dwayne. I just want to say hello and thank you for listening. Be sure to like and follow our Facebook page and subscribe to our channels on YouTube and Twitch. We're going to be doing some cool shit on Twitch in the near future. Keep your eyes peeled. You can also email us at yimtope at gmail.com. We want that listener mail. Tell us if you've ever been gatekept out of a new interest or a new hobby that you're trying to get into. You know what? I will say one of the worst ones for me was Monster Hunter. You were gatekept out of Monster Hunter? And I feel like I was more gatekept just by the game itself. The The game game is just so intricate to get into. It's so dense and it doesn't help you get into it. Yeah. So... That one's almost like you have to find people to be at the gate even to even like try to get you in because the game itself isn't going to help. You can't even find the gate. You have to find like a map and there's like... No, yeah. (laughs) Somebody has to like give you the map and then be your Sherpa to find your way into this game because it's so hard. And that's why I've never gotten into it because I don't know the people to get in contact with to kind of open it up, you know? I don't have a Sherpa. I need I need a Monster Hunter Sherpa. <laughs> and as always, our theme song is The Green Reaper Blows the Horn by Farage. Please check him out on YouTube and all of his awesome stuff. Thank you for listening, and tune in next time to get the answer to that burning question. Just why does tofu have to be the way it is? It's so why? difficult. one more important sound we wanted you to hear. Did you know that Nintendo held a Tiny Direct yesterday? And they went, hey, guess what is available to buy right now? Spirit Fair. 
Yes! Oh my god. <laughs>